Hey guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. Listen, before I get started, I just want to share something with you guys. I feel like these messages that I bring to you in this podcast are not really, I'm not really writing them for you guys as much as I'm just writing down and sharing with you guys what God is teaching me in my own life, what he's teaching me in my own quiet time. I feel like God is growing my faith and teaching me and taking me to uh, another level in my walk with him. And I feel like these messages that I bring to you guys are just conversations that me and God have. They're um, messages that he puts on my heart to teach me, to grow me, and to bless my life. And I, in turn, am sharing with you what God is teaching me in my own walk, in my own life. And they're simply conversations that I have with God and they're such a blessing to me and i share them with you in hopes that they will be a blessing to you as well so with that being said let's jump into today's lesson today's message is titled finding favor with god and i cannot emphasize this enough walking in god's favor is it's life-changing and it is so important if more believers would walk in, in the true favor of God daily, the, the impact would be enormous. And everybody around them would be blessed. So with that being said, let's jump in. You know, when you think about favor, favor is something we seek from a variety of people whether it's your parents your boss friends the bank where you're trying to get a loan when we find favor with the right people doors open that may not open otherwise when you find favor with someone they will do for you what they wouldn't do for someone else so who would not want to be in god's favor after after all i mean if there's anyone's favor worth having it's his but it can't be about you God's favor in your life is about you being a blessing to those around you. More on that later, though. You know, I talk a lot about walking in the favor of God because I feel that it's life-changing when we have God's favor. It impacts not only our lives and that of our families, but it spills over into the lives of those around us. God's favor makes people take notice. It is that extra something that non-believers can't explain. It is that joy even in the struggle, the calm in the storm. It is doors opening that was thought to be impossible to open. It's getting that promotion or job opportunity when you are the least qualified. It's that child or loved one that everyone gave up on that came back to God and surrendered to Him and is now being restored and used for God's glory. It's that understanding that we are undeserving of God's grace, yet He gives it anyway. Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift. There is nothing I wouldn't do for my kids, no enemy I wouldn't face, no length I wouldn't go to in order to protect them. I give them gifts not because I have to, but because I want to. They're my kids, and I love them and want to bless their life. I am a child of God, and if you believe in Jesus, you're a child of God. And he loves you so much that he gave his only son for you and me. If that isn't love, what is? If that isn't grace, what is? If that isn't favor, what is? 
Now let me be clear, God is not a genie that grants wishes at your command, but He is a loving Father who wants to bless His children and make them shine for the world to see, so that we may be a blessing to others. Genesis 12.2 says, And I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. As a parent, wouldn't you want to see your kids excel and shine? And wouldn't you go to extraordinary lengths to help them shine or accomplish their dreams or goals? Of course. And so does God. But there is a caveat here. And that is, we can take ourselves out of the favor of God if we aren't careful. Just like when your kids are disobedient, you don't go out and buy them a gift. When they have a bad attitude, you aren't eager to help them until they change their attitude. How can you help them when they refuse to listen because they already know everything? It is the same with God. He wants us to walk in His favor, but our actions sometimes restrict or diminish God's favor in our life. But there's hope. Think about how you feel when your child makes a mistake and comes to you broken or, and says they're sorry and wants to make it right. It's, is there anything that you wouldn't do for them? Finding favor with God is not about doing everything right. It is simply putting Him first. When you stumble or mess it all up, and trust me, you will, I have. You run to the Father and let Him know you are sorry and want to make it right. And He will restore you and show you His favor. David made some huge mistakes, but he found favor with God because he humbled himself before God and God restored him. The Bible says that David was a man after his own heart. Basically, God looks at, at the heart. You know, when you make mistakes and, and fall, but you you humble yourself before God and you you come to Him and you lay it all before Him and you seek God's face, He will restore you because that's what He does. The same way you would do for your kids, God will do for you and then some. Now, let's take a look at someone in the Bible that found favor with God and why. What did this person do that opened the door of, for God's favor to be poured out in their life? You know, when it comes to favor, it's hard to talk about it and not talk about Abraham. Check out Genesis 12.1. Now the Lord said to Abram, which that was his name before God changed it to Abraham. And, but it says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. In other words, leave everything and everyone, everybody you know, and go where I tell you. God is asking him to be obedient. And if he is, and if he is God says he will bless him. Verse 2 says, And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. Notice something. Two things really jump out. First, God says, I will make your name great. Not Abraham will make his name great. God says, I will make your name great. If we try to make our, our own name great, we will find ourselves out of God's favor. But when God makes your name great, the blessings are unstoppable. The second, second thing I notice is that God blesses Abraham so that he will be a blessing to others. He didn't say, I will bless you so that you can have everything you want while everyone around you does without. He blessed Abraham so that he could be a blessing to others. Abraham became a conduit for the favor and blessings of God to flow through. And God made him a great nation. 
Now, here's the important part. In verse 4, verse 4 says, So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Notice that. That's all. It said, that's it. He just says, it just says, and Abram went. So he heard God's command. He heard what God told him to do. He heard the blessing that will come if he obeys. And it just says that he went. He was obedient. It doesn't mention him arguing with God or complaining or negotiating with, with him. Nope. It just says, so Abram went. <laughs> then God tests Abram again. When he asked him to sacrifice his only son. And again, Abraham proves that he will be obedient. God, God in the end, God spared Abraham from having to give up his son. And he, he protected Isaac. But what it all boils down to is Abraham was obedient to God. And God's favor was on him. And you know the story of Abraham. He made him a great nation. He blessed him more than Abraham could have ever imagined. Now look at Deuteronomy 28 too. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You notice how it doesn't say, okay, I'm going to give you a blessing here or there. Or, you know, I'll hook you up every now and then. No, it just says if you obey God, the blessings will come upon you and overtake you. That means God will pour out blessings in your life beyond what you can handle, beyond anything that you can imagine. They will overwhelm you and they will spill into the lives of everyone around you. All from one thing, just obedience. The first and most important step to finding favor with God is that. It's obedience. We must surrender everything to Him and be like Jesus when He said, Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Every time someone in the Bible shows obedience to God or to God's will for their life, it's followed by blessings and favor, and not just sparingly, always exceedingly and abundantly, above anything that they could imagine. Listen to what Jesus tells his disciples about obedience. John 14, 23, Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Obedience shows humility, surrender, love, and trust. And that opens the door for God to make a home with you. In other words, God will be with you and you will find favor with God. Being obedient sounds so harsh sometimes and it sounds so negative. And maybe that's why we resist. And there's a lot of reasons why we might resist obedience pride being one of the the big ones um but that stubbornness that resists obedience that defiance it can be very dangerous and it can really take us out of god's favor and i know it did for me there's so many different times when i really i resisted god and i just weren't I, it was simple i just wasn't obedient and and i fought god and it took me out of god's will you know, I was obedient when it suited me, defiant when it didn't. But obedience is not always easy. But God gives grace to the humble. When we get real with God and obedience takes precedence, our lives radically change and God's favor is poured out until it overflows into the lives of others. Obedience always leads to others being blessed. 
My hope is that no matter where you are in your walk with God, if there is an area that you are not being obedient to Him, you will see that you are you are blocking not only your blessings from God, but you're standing in the way of others being blessed through you. Be obedient and watch what God will do in your life, what He'll do in you and through you. You will be amazed. Walk in God's favor and be a blessing to those around you today. God, we love you. We thank you for all that you do for us. God, thank you for how you have blessed our life in so many ways. God, even when we don't deserve it, your grace finds us. You reach out to us. You're there for us. But God, we we do understand that we can stand in the way of what you want to do in our life. We can be that roadblock that prevents blessings from getting to us and not only us but to others and i pray god that today we would choose to be obedient that you would help us to have an obedient heart so that the blessings you have for us can be released so that you can pour into our life your favor your blessings also so that we can be a conduit for those blessings and that they will flow through us and into the lives of those of people around us. God, use us in a mighty way today. Give us an opportunity to be obedient to you, to be a blessing to those around us. God, work in our lives. Give grace in the areas where we struggle to let go. Give us the strength to to humble ourselves and to surrender to you completely and let you have your way in us so that we can be a light that shines bright for you so that we can be a conduit so that the blessings you have flow through us and into those around us. And then in turn, I pray, God, that our obedience will lead to others coming to know you. God, we love you. We praise you. All this we ask in your name. Amen.